Hi, hello, I'm Pastor B. We're still running us the series on the when, the what, the how, the where of Jesus on prayers. We've talked about how Jesus taught us not to pray and things we shouldn't do if we want to pray or when we want to pray. We're now looking at how we should pray as taught by Jesus. And the next principle I want to talk to us about is praying the appropriate kind of prayer for the appropriate situation. Pray the appropriate kind of prayer for the appropriate situation. Uh, doing a detailed teaching on this will take forever. So I'll just glance through it, summarize it, <laughs> if that makes sense. But I'll trust the Holy Spirit that you will grasp this principle. A lot of people have not received answers to their prayers because they're praying the wrong kind of prayer for the right situation. There are different kinds of prayers. There's a prayer in the name of Jesus. There is the prayer of supplication, prayer of petition. There's the intercessory prayer. There's a prayer of consecration. Now, you can't um, pray the prayer of consecration when you're dealing with the devil. If the enemy, which you just told us in John 10 verse 10, whose uh, modus operandi is to come to steal, kill and to destroy. And it's evident that is who and what is on your case. He has come to steal your health. He has come to steal your finances. He has come to take your joy. You don't pray the prayer of consecration. Neither do you pray the prayer of intercession. You handle Satan directly. You pray the prayer which you call the prayer in the name of Jesus. That is the prayer of authority. You speak to the mountain like Jesus told us to. You don't pray to God. You speak to that situation and command it to change. Why? God has given us his authority to do what? Trample on snakes and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy. That power which has been encapsulated in the name of Jesus is with us now. Believers in Christ. So we need to weld our authority, our rod of authority. We don't need to pray to God in such situations. The man of God, Jenny Hagen, was receiving a revelation from Jesus Christ. So he was speaking to Jesus Christ. And a devil, an imp or something, came in between them. And was going, yakety yak, yakety yak, making all, funny, all kinds of funny noises to the point that Kenny Hagen could no longer hear what the Lord was saying to him. And he was bemused and he expected Jesus to cast the devil out. But Jesus continued speaking as if that devil was not there. But Kenny Hagen could still not grasp what was being said. And he had to stop and say, Lord, can't you see this devil? Ask him to get out so I can hear what you're saying clearly. And he said something that changed my life. He said, Jesus told him, I couldn't. Jesus did not say, I wouldn't. Jesus said, I couldn't. And he asked him, Lord, what do you mean? He said, because I have given you the power to do that. You speak to the devil. You command him out. 
and he will obey you. And you can hear him saying immediately he spoke to the devil and asked him out, and the devil jumped and leaped and scampered away in fear. And he said, Wow, that taught him a whole lot of lessons. And Jesus taught him about the power in the name of Jesus and how in Matthew 28 he handed that authority to us believers. I said, All power has been given unto me. And he turned to his disciples and said, Go, meaning he has authorized them. He has handed the baton over to them. It is now your turn to wield the authority over the enemy. So whenever Satan is around your territory, he's stealing, he's killing, and he's destroying things around you, don't pray to God. Command him in the name of Jesus and he will leave. But when you need some things done, you want to receive some things, and you pray and you offer your petition or your supplication. Those prayers, you don't pray to Jesus. You pray those prayers to God the Father in the name of Jesus. And God the Father will respond to your prayer of petition and supplication. You see that in John chapter 16. Jesus said, on that, that day, you will not need to ask. You need to ask me nothing. But he said, ask so that your joy might be full. So that whatever you pray or ask the Father in my name, he will do it. Also talking about the prayer in the name of Jesus in chapter 14 of John. He said, see, whatever you ask in my name, that I, Jesus, will do it. In chapter 16, he said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, the Father will do it. So these are the two different kinds of prayer. Chapter 14, the prayer in the name of Jesus. Chapter 16, the prayer of petition and supplication. Another scripture that also talks about the prayer of petition is Matthew chapter 18, from verse 18 to 20, where Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind here on earth, whenever Satan is around you, you, you sense that any of his activities or his demonic or any demonic activity around you, bind those things here on earth. That is the prayer in the name of Jesus. When you do, forces will handle the causative uh, forces in the heavenlies. That is in the second heaven, in space. Not in the heaven where God lives, but in the planetary heavens. Whatever you bind here on earth, forces, angelic beings, holy angels, will bind the fallen angels that is causing it to happen here on earth. Then whatsoever you lose on earth, angelic beings that excel in strength will lose it and take it from the fallen angels that have held it back and release it to you. We shouldn't concern ourselves with what is happening in the heavens. We should concern ourselves with what is happening here on earth. The Bible says that the earth he has given to us. We shouldn't go Casting down and pulling down strongholds from the heavens. The Bible never said we should do that. That scripture in Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10 that says, casting down strongholds, talking about vain imagination. It says, casting down anything in your mind that has exalted itself against the knowledge of God, not strongholds in the heavens. No, 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 no. That should not concern us. Earth is our jurisdiction. Whatever we bind on earth, whatever we lose on earth, will ultimately be loose in heaven by those angelic beings. 
Another scripture that also buttresses this prayer in the name of Jesus is Mark 11, verse 23. The Bible says, For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, the mountain is the problem, the mountain is the challenge, the mountain is the devil. You speak to the mountain, you don't speak to God. He said, if you do, be it, and say to it, be that removed, and be that cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart. But believe that those things that you say shall come to pass. The Bible says, ye shall have whatsoever you say. So this is the prayer in the name of Jesus. So whenever you sense any activity from the devil or from hell, you don't need to intercede. You don't need to pray the prayer of, um, of petition. You pray the prayer in the name of Jesus. Exercise authority and that devil. Gets your victory. Another prayer is the prayer of agreement. Jesus talked about it in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, where he said, Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree upon a matter as touching anything that you shall ask, the Bible says, It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. This is another kind of prayer that is so, 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 so interesting. The prayer of agreement. At times, you're struggling with faith. You're struggling with worry. You know, a lot of things are weighing you down. Look for a brother that is a brother. That is a man of faith or a woman of faith. Share that need with them. Let them agree with you. Then pray. And whatever you agree upon will be done. Oh, there are many things that need to be said. The prayer of intercession, prayer of intercession is, as the word is, is interceding, meaning standing on the behalf of someone else. So you don't intercede for your own needs or worries. You intercede for another people, for another person, or another group of people. You can also intercede for a nation. You can also intercede for your company. You know, something that does not um, impact you directly. Maybe indirectly it does, but it doesn't impact you directly. You intercede. Now, in the prayer of intercession is a prayer you need to pray to you. See a result. Remember that acronym, PUSH, P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. That kind of prayer is usually the prayer of intercession. So in the prayer of intercession, you don't stop. Till whatever you are praying for is done. Till you see it and receive it physically. You don't stop it. Like I said, it is, it is praying for another person. The Bible talked about God's looking for a man that can stand in the gap for a nation, for a people. That standing in the gap is talking about interceding. Then you can talk about opportunity in prayer. Opportunity in prayer is um, after you've prayed, you need to persist, not in prayer, apart from the prayer of intercession, but you need to persist in corresponding action or what I call patience. I won't have time to, del- to delve deep into this, but go to my YouTube channel. I've done a lot of work on this, a lot of work on prayers. Go listen to some of those videos. You'll see where I've talked about it. Also, look for a video which I call Why Our Prayers Are Not Answered. I think I talked about that. Then there is prayer and fasting. Oh... 
you remember the lunatic, the boy that um, the demon usually tear and cast, he tries to cast himself into the fire. The father brought the, the young boy to Jesus' disciples while he was in the mountain with Peter, James, and John, and where he was transfigured. The other nine were at the foot of the mountain, but they could not cast out that demon from the lunatic. So Jesus came down, the matter was presented to him, and you know what happened. He commanded the spirit to leave, the spirit left, and the disciples met him later and said, why couldn't we cast him out? And Jesus said that this one cannot go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, we've been taught that what Jesus meant is that that particular demon cannot go out except you pray and fast. <laughs> you will be able to, you will be able, you must have, then you'll be able to graduate to the level, to the class where you can cast out that kind of demon. But that's not what Jesus taught. Jesus first turned to the nine and said, Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, ye of great unbelief. He's not saying that the devil goeth not out until you pray and fast. Rather, he's saying that your unbelief, your unbelief, because he has told them that it's their unbelief that was behind their inability to cast the devil out, not prayer and fasting. It is their unbelief. So, he was referring to them, but he said, this kind of unbelief goeth not out except you pray and fast. Like I said, I can't go deep into this, but go study it. And as you study it, have it at the back of your mind. If Jesus truly, through his death on the cross, descended to hell, made the public spectacle of Satan like Colossians told us, Took the gate keys of hell and ages, defeated Satan, triumphed over, over him and his cohort and the demons publicly and made a public spectacle of them. And if Jesus truly has exalted us to sit in him in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers, we are seated in Christ way higher, far above all these devils. And if Jesus has given us his authority in his name to speak to the mountain, to command devils, and if he has put demons, Satan, under our feet, how then do you think you need something extra to command devils? You need to pray extra. You need to fast extra. Before the devil will come out? Why and who deceived us to believe that? How did that happen? Then that means that what Jesus did on the cross is not sufficient. We need to add our works of righteousness through prayer and through fasting before we can exercise our authority in Christ Jesus. I beg to differ. The prayer and fasting there is not required to cast out the devil. Rather, the prayer and fasting there 
works on our flesh, works on our sight, brings down every atom of doubt, fear, unbelief, so that our faith in Christ, our faith in the authority he has given us to use against Satan, will walk when we wield our authority. While you speak and nothing happens, it's not because you did not pray or fast. Why you speak and nothing happens is because of doubt and unbelief. So see where prayer and fasting comes in. The more you pray, the more you fast, you subdue your flesh that the force and the power of your spirit, where faith is anchored, will arise. That is what Jesus talked about. I love you. See you at the next time. Subscribe to his blog on www.pastorobi.com. You can also donate to support his radio show on the website. You can support his podcast on anchor.fm slash pastorobi. Check pastorobi at pastorcob on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. He will love it if you leave a review for him on this platform. Thank Hi, you, God bless I'm you. Chikuzo Mobi. Welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk to you on a topic I call Why Our Prayers Don't Get Answered. We really cite the stories of the unjust judge. Order You Must Forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books, and PastorObi.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorObi.com. The links are in this post. Please like this post and share. Thank you.